Hey, hey, everybody, it's Nairby from SeriallyOnGrapeJuice.com. I am Nairby on Twitter. I am Nairby on Instagram. I am also Nairby, just sitting here doing nothing. Speaking of which, it's time for another episode of Bayside Body. This is a Saved by the Bell podcast, episode 16, where we watch classic episodes of Saved by the Bell, and I review them and give my two cents segue here and there. And then maybe at the end of an episode, I'll announce a little uh, draw, a contest, a trivia contest, where the winner can get a, or will get a $50 Amazon gift card. Who knows? Maybe that's going to come. It's going to come. Stay tuned. Well, we're going to start. We're going to continue. We're continuing. We're getting to the end of season two of Say by the Bell. Today, we're going to be checking out episodes 15 and 16 from that season, starting with episode 15 entitled The Fabulous Belding Boys. Air date December 8th, 1990. We start in the halls of Bayside and we see a sign promoting the annual class trip. Zach enters a classroom and tells us that this history class is a kid's worst nightmare and the teacher is more horrible than four zits on a first date. The bell rings to begin class and the teacher tells the class that tomorrow is the midterm and nobody has passed it in three years and he's proud of it. He, does it. he has an evil laugh. I think his, uh, his name is Mr. Dickerson. Keyword Dick. Anyway, Jesse panics a little as she has to get an A. And Zach asks if they can go over what's going to be on the test. The teacher asks a few quick questions about the Lincoln assassination. You know, who was involved, when it happened, all this other stuff. A bunch of the students in the class, including Slater and Lisa, guessed some of the correct answers. And the teacher laughs at them. With his evil laugh, and he says that none of that is on the test anyway. <laughs> Belding then comes over to the PA, and he asks class trip representatives to head to the office right away. Zach gets up and heads off for with a few other students, and he tells the history teacher that he doesn't want to miss the review, but the class trip is the biggest thing of the school year. And the teacher tells Zach to go ahead, and he evilishly laughs that the only trip his class will be taking is to summer school. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> ah, never had any teachers like that when I went to school. My favorite teacher ever was Mr. Jones at Aurora High School. I had him up for a bunch of different stuff. That's how awesome he was. I was like, oh, Jones is teaching this class? Awesome. And at the, the very first class of the year, whatever he was teaching, I took law. He taught law, entrepreneurship, business English. Every first class of the year, he said... If everybody gets exempted from the final exam, I'm going to throw the biggest pizza party ever. And my guess is that he never, ever threw a pizza party because I can't imagine every student ever getting uh, exempt from a final exam. Back then, it's, I don't know if it's still the same then, today, but in order to be exempt from a final exam, you had to have an average of 70%. And uh, yeah, that was bad. That was Generation X. There was some a lot of knuckleballs who... Ruined the pizza party opportunities, damn it. Anyway, in Belding's office, Belding wants to hear uh, destination ideas for the annual class trip. The highlight of the school year for me is taking you on the annual class trip. Today we pick our destination, so let's hear your ideas. I think we should visit the Hershey Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Bat chance, Milton. <laughs> Why don't we take a cruise to Hawaii? Lisa, we don't have enough money to take the class on a cruise. Well, then, just send me. We should do something significant. Let's pick at a nuclear power plant. Why don't you save that for your honeymoon? Please! Please! Oh, my 
This trip can be educational and fun at the same time. Well, let's go to Las Vegas. Sir, we can study the Roman Empire at Caesar's Palace. <laughs> let's go to the Hostess Museum. I hear they have a great ding-dong exhibit. <laughs> You're a ding-dong, Milton. Why do I want to... Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Since we can't agree, I'll pick a place I'm sure everyone will like. That sounds fair, Mr. Belding. All right. In the meantime, hit those books, because if you don't pass your midterms, there'll be no class trip for any of you. Ah, uh, yes. You, you just know that Jessie would, most likely she totally would go out protesting or something on her honeymoon. <laughs> That's just something someone like her would do. And she'd drag her newly wed man onto it. Damn it. Anyway, we then go to Zach's house where the entire gang are hanging out in his room studying for the history midterm. And uh, Zach asks Jesse if he's correct about a historic fact regarding World War I, and he is. And Kelly's impressed by how serious Zach seems, but Zach says he's not serious about the test. He's serious about the class trip. Slater brings up that the history teacher flunked his own kid the previous year. And said Zach says that they just need to study what's in the books, and Dickerson can't stop them. And Kelly agrees. And the group then continues to study. You'll never pass my test, Zacky. <laughs> Your looks will get you through this one, cheerleader. <laughs> F, 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 you're both getting an F. I need a break. Yeah, let's watch Fresh Prince. You think you're smart, you think you're hip. Put your books away, cause there's no class trip. <laughs> well, I, I didn't realize that Fresh Prince went all the way back to 1990. I didn't watch it regularly, but I did watch it now and then. But it goes all the way back to 1990, if not further back. So great run that show had. Anyway, we then twirly wipe to the next day in class and Dickerson hasn't arrived yet. Screech says that he hopes nothing happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> and Kelly, Jesse, and Lisa smack him on the head with their books. Zach then announces that if Dickerson is not in class in 30 seconds, he's invoking the five-minute rule, which Zach says means that if a teacher doesn't show up within five minutes of the bell, everyone gets to leave. And uh, we had a kid try to pull this one time when I was in high school, hence one of the reasons that we never had the pizza party, because we had degenerates like this, who... Uh, uh, and it, I believe it was one of Mr. Jones's classes. He was late a little bit, and one of the friggin' clowns who ruined the pizza party opportunity tried to friggin' invoke a five-minute rule. And uh, but nobody had nobody had the guts to leave be, uh, at all, even after five minutes. And uh, Mr. Jones eventually did arrive. So nice try, clown. And thanks for ruining the pizza party. So anyway, the class then starts counting down from ten, and they get to six when Belding arrives. And he's not surprised that Zack is trying to force the five-minute rule, which surprises Zack, as he says he just made it up. <laughs> I'm sure, as I said, a kid in my school tried to do that. There's probably kids in every high school who try to do that crap, and I'm sure nobody's ever had the guts to go through with it except a few degenerates. Belding tells the class that Mr. Dick, Mr. Dickerson will not be there today. After he showed up for school and gave all the teachers in the lounge an F... And he sent Belding to detention. And the class gets excited as they think that this means the midterm has been called off. 
But Belding reigns on the parade as another man enters the class with his ridiculous long douche hair. <laughs> and Belding says that the test is not canceled and will be given by the substitute teacher, Mr. Belding's brother, Mr. Belding. <laughs> The class doesn't buy it, but Belding... I mean, they don't believe that it's his brother, but Belding and Belding confirm that Belding is Belding's brother, who goes by the name of Rodney Belding. It screeches in awe at having two Beldings in the school and remarks that it, it is now a building with two Beldings, one of which is Balding. <laughs> ah, I can't believe they don't... Well, as far as I know, anyway. They they don't have the Screech character in the... In the um, I don't, I don't know if you call it a reboot, but the, the new generation, if you will. The current jet version of the Say by the Bell. Because you need someone like Screech. Maybe they already have a character like him as a student, but you know, Screech, Screech was important to the series as far as I'm concerned. So Belding's brother tells the class to just call him Rod as he hands out the tests. And he takes a look at the test himself, and he sees that it looks pretty hard. He tells the class... That he heard if they don't pass, that means the school trip is off. And he tells them that instead of taking history, he wants to make some history. He tells everybody to follow what he does as he raises the test above his head and he rips his copy in half. And the class follows as Zach tells us that he loves this guy. And we get a commercial break. You're in the big league When you make a perfect fly You're in the big league When you keep the dream alive You're in the big league When you pluck a shot or two You're in the big league When you're in the big league too Big league chew Man-sized wads of grape-tasting shredded bubble gum Stuffed into a giant stay-fresh pouch For big league flavor and big league bubbles It's big league chew You're in the big league When you're in the big league chew after the break, Jesse asks Rod and his hair about the midterm grades and says that she has to get an A. Rod and his hair tell Jesse, okay, you got an A. <laughs> Zach also requests an A, and Rod tells the class that he, he's giving the class whatever grade they think they deserve. Kelly and Slater also request an A, but Screech is conflicted as his heart says A, but his head says C+. <laughs> He also referred to the he also he, he yeah he also referred to to the teacher as Mr. Watson. It sounded like he's seriously go back and watch this one. He didn't refer, he didn't call him Mr. Belding or Rod. He he raised his hand and said something like well, I don't know Mr. Watson. So yes, so old Dustin Diamond messed up the line and they kept it in. So anyway, Mr. Watson Belding asks Screech which one he wants as far as grade, and Screech says that. He'll take a B minus. <laughs> we then cut to later in the class as Rod Belding is telling the students about how he turned down an offer to be vice president of an airline so he can have summers off to follow his dreams. And the class is totally in awe of the awesomeness. Principal, Be Principal Belding arrives to check in on things. And Zach tells him that his brother is the best teacher he's ever had. And the other students agree, including Screech who says that Principal Belding and his cool brother are nothing alike. And he says that Rod has a lot more hair than Big Brother Belding, but Big Brother Belding has a much bigger forehead. <laughs> Mr. Belding announces that he's come up with a destination for the class trip, and it's going to be a camp out at Yosemite National Park, 
And the, the class react very well to the idea. They like the idea. I mean, I imagine rich California kids would like to go camping, get away from the city, go some some trees and just chill out under the stars. I mean, back when I was a teenager, I didn't appreciate stuff like that. But this group of class, this group of kids, they, they like the idea. Building, old building, of course, black basks in their affirmation. And he leaves. That's when young Belding and his hair tells the class that they're really brave for letting old Belding take them camping. Because when he was younger, they camped out in the front lawn and they got lost. Or, well, Be- old Belding got lost. We then go to later on as Zack, Screech, and young Belding are in old Belding's office watching the end of a Dodgers game. And they celebrate the Dodgers winning with high fives all around. And uh, they were all drinking Diet Cokes from cans, but the logos were covered with red tape. So, yeah, product placement, but uh, you don't pay, you don't get shown. But it was obvious they were Diet Coke cans, and obviously that they were, they were obviously that were covering it up. I guess they had no... Uh, I mean, you'd think they would at least maybe get some cheaper brand like RC Cola to sponsor. Or, I don't know, so, but whatever. Ah... <sighs> I guess they want it to be cool or to seem cool. Like, yeah, we got Diet Coke, but not really because they won't pay us to have Diet Coke. So, uh, whatever. No free advertising. Screech is worried about Old Belding finding them in his office watching the Dodgers game. But Young Belding tells them that Old Belding uh, is in a meeting and he's not going to find out. Zach tells Young Belding that he's not like a teacher at all. He's just like one of the, he's just one of the guys. Which, by the way, is a classic 80 movie, 80s movies. Uh, if you've never seen the movie Just One of the Guys from the 80s, check it out, man. It's really good. Quick synopsis. A, a high school girl who wants to be a journalist enters a, a little... Enters an article into uh, well, her journalism class. And whoever got the best article was going to get a temp... Temp... Temp ship at an actual newspaper... She her article ends up not getting the grade she'd hoped, and then she assumes that it was only because she's a female. So then she has the idea to try again, but at a different school, who's awful, also is doing the same thing with the okay. Whoever gets the best mark on their article gets a gets to be a temp at a newspaper office, and so she goes to a different school, but instead she dresses as a guy. So it's a great movie. It's a comedy, and it's awesome. Stars uh, William Zabka, who played uh, currently plays as well as Johnny Lawrence in uh, Cobra Kai as the bully. Zach then pretends to go on the PA and announce that all the prettiest girls at Bayside head to the principal's office for some chips and dip. Screech then does his impersonation of Old Belding and spells his potato chips or spills potato chips all over the place. Young Belding asks if the guys are excited about the class trip and Zach says that he is as he gets to cuddle with Kelly under the stars. And Young Belding tells the guys that for his class trip, they went white water rafting. And Zach gets excited because he's always wanted to go white water rafting. And he says he'd give any, he'd just give anything to do it. Young Belding continues to push white water rafting and dump on camping. Wouldn't camping be a part of white water rafting? I mean, you just gotta bring a big raft and camp out at a place that has the rapids and... There you go, two for the price of one, but oh, whatever. Not in Saved by the Bell Land. <sighs> but Zack says that Old Belding would never take them white water rafting. And Young Belding replies that that Belding wouldn't, but this Belding would. This friggin' guy, I never liked this guy. Even now. Anyway, 
We then twirly wipe to the max where Zack is selling the gang on going white water rafting. Slater says that he's done it before and it was awesome. And uh, he Slater wants to change the trip destination and the gang agrees except for Jesse who is a, a little conflicted as they've already agreed to go camping with Old Belding. Zack then says that the, all they got to do is just ask if they can go rafting instead. And everybody's like, okay, let's do that. And then they do that via a twirly wipe. They go to Old Belding's office. As Belding is looking at some Yosemite brochures, and the gang arrive to have a little chat. Come in. Mr. Belding, we'd like to talk to you about the class trip. Absolutely. It's going to be great spending time with you guys. Look, I've already got the first two days planned. Well, you see, Mr. Belding. Wait till you hear this. We get up at dawn for the sunrise, and we hike to Yosemite Falls, and we watch the deer come yeah. down and drink. Huh? That's so sweet. I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> Stop it. Then we go on a wildflower walk in the middle of the valley and have lunch. Oh, you are going to love this. In the Indian caves. Well, Mr. Oh. Belding. What, is something wrong, Slater? Well, no, it... It all sounds great, sir. <laughs> well, see, what Slater's trying to say is that Yosemite seems beautiful and peaceful, and, um, Zach? Well, I, I, actually, Mr. Belding, I don't exactly know how to say this. It's easy. Tell him, Screech. We don't want to go on your boring nature trip. We want to go white water rafting. <laughs> rafting? Is this true? Do you all feel this way? Well, you see, Mr. B, we only have one big class trip, and we all want to do something more challenging. Yeah. Well, I understand that, but I don't know anything about rafting, but it can be dangerous. Don't worry about it, sir. Your brother is an expert and offered to take us. Oh, I see. What you're saying is, is that all of you would like to go with him. Come on, Mr. Belding. It's a great chance to really find out what we're made of. That's right. Well, of course, I want you to have the best trip ever, and if you all feel this way... Yeah, sure. Oh, right. Okay, Mr. Belding. White water after Yeah, that was not cool at all, guys, man. The, the little awe at the end of that, man, that was so deserving. You just feel bad for old Belding. He just wanted to bond with his students. He just wants... He's not trying to be cool. He just wants to hang, man. That's, that's, that's what good teachers do. They just want to, you know, just... Hey, man, I, I just want to, you know... I want to be popular. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway... <sighs> Still, he wanted to hang and bond and... And they all chose to hang with his long-haired douche bro. So, anyway, we then got a commercial break. Jake Rockwell, Ace McLeod, and Doc Terror each sold separately. Trouble on forever, Jake! And it's that's the assault mode! Let's do it! I name this Doc Terror Dam! Centurion! Take this! Energize the power mode! Bullets away! Fire! Now, Doc Terror Fall! Right, Jake? Right, Ace! New Centurions, Jake Rockwell, Ace McLeod, and Doc Terror come as shown, each sold separately. After the break, Young Belding is demonstrating rafting in the gym via a fully inflated white water raft. And uh, the students who are in the raft mimic being in the water and going down the rapids and uh, taking in the scenery. Young Belding shares uh, or shakes the raft and harder and harder to mimic heavy waves as the 
students in the little raft or the big raft are loving it. He then wants to go over life-saving skills. Slater says that he's an expert in mouth-to-mouth. And, uh, and he, he wants Jesse, who he refers to as Mama, <laughs> to confirm as a bunch of girls in the live studio audience go nuts. Jesse replies that Slater is just okay, and Slater says that that's not what Jesse said Saturday night. <laughs> can't say this kind of stuff these days, I'm, I, I'm assuming. I don't have cable, so I wouldn't know, but yeah, you probably can't say that stuff because everybody has feelings now, well, except for me. I say say it. Anyway, Young Belding then tells Jesse and Kelly to lay on the floor while Zack and Slater play lifesavers. They put their respective vic- victims in the pre-mouth-to-mouth position by holding their hands under the necks to raise their chins. And then Zack and Slater go in. Well, they, they first they you know go yippy to each other, pretty much. And they go in to perform mouth-to-mouth, but it obviously looks like they're just giving them a big wet one on the kissers. As Old Belding arrives, and he wants to know what is going on here. <laughs> like he always does. <laughs> and he says that they're supposed to be in history class, and Young Belding tells his brother to stop being so uptight as they're just preparing for the trip. Old Belding tells little brother... Uh, he, to... He, he, he told him in, in this, like, take-no-shit-from-you-boy tone of voice to take the class back to the classroom... The end, and they all start leaving as Zack confronts Old Belding and tells him to just chill out and suggests that maybe Old Belding is jealous of his brother. And Zack leaves Old Belding to think about what he's done. <laughs> and we then go to the next day as the class is waiting for the to leave for the trip. Zack tells us that he's finally found something he likes, and that's leaving school. Slater, who's Slater, uh, who's wearing his little mountain man shorts. And his sleeveless shirt, because he's a goddamn show-off, <laughs> tells Jesse that if she falls overboard, he'll rescue her. As the girls in the audience bust another nut. <laughs> Jesse tells Slater that someone should rescue him from his macho fantasies. Good comeback. <laughs> Zach tells Kelly that this is going to be the best week of their lives, so they're going for a week. Elisa then arrives with two nerds in tow who are carrying her multiple suitcases. I think she had a total of four. Uh, the chubby student who was at the previous belding meeting to go over where to go for their trip arrives in the gym and he announces that the buses have arrived, but young belding isn't there yet. Zach says that he'll go find him and he leaves. And then he gets outside of old belding's office and he overhears a little conversation. I cannot believe you're doing this. The class trip leaves in five minutes. These kids are depending on you. Come on, Richie, they'll get over it. They look up to you. What is so important that you would disappoint 30 kids? Richie, if you met this stewardess, you'd know. You're doing this to spend time with some stewardess? It's not just some stewardess. This is Inga, and she's only in town for the weekend. See, I knew. I knew it was a mistake to let you come to my school. You promised me you had changed, but no, you are the same Rod. You get people's hopes up, and then you let them down. Richie, she's gorgeous. You should see her. She's a 10. Is that what you're going to tell the kids? That you dumped them for some weekend fling? Of course not. Tell them I'm sick. Tell them anything. Cover for me. I'm tired of covering for you. Come on, Richie. Don't be mad. We're brothers. Get out of my school, Rod. Yeah, you tell them, real belding man. 
There's only one Mr. Belding, and that Mr. Belding is Mr. Belding, man. You put him in his friggin' place. <sighs> well done. Anyway, Zack returns to the gym in a huff, as everybody is still waiting to leave. Kelly notices that Zack, he doesn't look right, as he asks him what's wrong. That's when the real Belding arrives. Excuse me, could I have your attention, please? Would everyone gather around? I have an announcement to make. Unfortunately, my brother Rod cannot take you on the class trip. What? He can't go? Why not? Well, he's... Uh, he has the flu. You know what? He is very, very sorry to disappoint all of you. Great. I guess we won't be going anywhere now. Yeah. Let's go home, guys. I'll see you later, Mr. Hey, 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 hold it, hold it. Wait a minute. Look, I may not be a great rafting expert like Rod or even as cool a guy, but, uh, well, I, I'd like to try and take his place. You mean you want to take us? Yeah. You don't mind a leader who can't swim too well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go rafting, Mr. B. Yeah! yeah! We'll have a great time, Mr. Belding. Thank you. Sure. Hey, I'll see you on the bus. Mr. Belding, why didn't you tell them the truth? What do you mean? About the stewardess. I heard everything. Oh, you did? Everything. Look, I'm sorry you had to hear that. I know how much Rod meant to you, and I just didn't want to ruin that. Sir, I acted like a jerk. I'm sorry for the things I said to you. I understand, Zach. Rod always was the more exciting building. Maybe. But we got the better building. Yeah, that's right. You tell him real belding. And then we got the credits on a great episode. I like this episode. Didn't care for douchebag brother, but he's supposed to be a douchebag, man. These friggin' dudes who just want to be popular. In the end, they just ruin everything, man. <sighs> Not gonna say anything, but I know a guy. We'll just say that. I know a guy who a lot of the, the people he went to school with back in the day who were part of the cool clique that he wanted to be part of but never got into it. Yeah. Realizes now that they're not so cool and never were. Yeah. So all you young people out there who might be listening to this or even you old people who might be dwelling on the past or past shit, it doesn't matter. Especially you young people who might be dwelling on shit that's going on in your lives now. Trust me. Ask any adult. That shit does not matter in the future. It doesn't matter. So move the hell on. Which is what we're going to do right now with Season 2, Episode 16. This one entitled From Nurse... To worse, air date December fifteenth, nineteen ninety, and we start this. We start this episode with the version of the intro song that I hate. You know that one that when I wake up in the morning. Oh, I can't stand that one. It's terrible. I like the right the real the one. When I wake up in the morning, that's the best one. I don't care what anybody says. And during this intro, all the shots are of the characters looking younger than they were in the previous episode. So I end up. I was thinking that. So this was another one where they actually shot it the year prior, and they're airing it totally out of sequence, but uh, it, it wasn't. So after the intro, Zach has just walked Kelly home from a movie date where they went to see Ernest Goes to Jail, another great movie. I'm a big fan of Ernest. Well, not all of his stuff. I haven't seen all of his stuff, but Ernest Goes to Camp, saw that in the theater. 
Ernest goes to jail. I probably saw that in the theater too. And Ernest saves Christmas, which I saw in the theater as a birthday present. Those are, yeah, the Ernest movies, which I love. So Ernest goes to jail is definitely a classic. Don't care what anybody says. Kelly says goodnight and attempts to head inside, but Zach stops her and he asks her to go steady. And Kelly's a little thrown off and she doesn't know what to say until we hear a young boy's voice from above telling Kelly to say goodnight as it's past her bedtime. It's past her curfew. It's Kelly's little brother, Kyle. So she has at least two brothers. One is Billy, who we saw in a previous episode, like last uh, two or three episodes ago when Zach was caring for him. Well, everybody was, but mostly Zach was doing the duty. And she's got also Kyle. Anyway, Zach asks Kelly for an answer on going steady. And uh, she, she, she says that going steady is a big decision. And she'll sleep on it as Kyle tells Zach the dork to take a hike get lost clown <laughs> trust me Zach is gonna clown the hell out in this episode <laughs> we then go to the next day in the halls of Bayside where Screech is trying to stretch out some tubing you know you got those tubing where you stretch it out to build some arm muscles and back muscles so Screech is doing this as he says he's preparing for today's school physicals something that, that they never did when I was in school unless you joined a sports team uh, Lisa remarks that some people get nervous this time of year, but Jesse says that she uh, doesn't and gloats about how perfect she is in every dietary and exercisey way as Slater mocks her for sounding like an oat brand commercial. <laughs> Jesse asks Slater what his problem is, and Slater says that he doesn't like school physicals, which surprises me as he's a jock and you'd think that every sports team would have that, at least as I said. I mean, I don't know if every sports team at the schools I went to had that, but when I was asked to sign up for football and attended the first and attended the football signups, I was told there'd be physicals, and that's when I got in my head the the picture of my nuts being squeezed and told to cough, and I never went back. <laughs> so they just surprised me that Slater has a problem with this, but we're gonna find out why later. Zach arrives and he's in a good mood as he's expecting Kelly to say yes to going steady. Lisa is excited and leaves as she has to spread the news around all over school about Zach and Kelly. The bell rings and students head to, cl head to class. Zach heads to his locker first when a fine piece of womanly action arrives. office that way I'll see a sign <laughs> thank you you're cute really cute you're welcome well you can't talk well Tori can shock um, I mean sure I can talk are you new here it's my first day I'm Jennifer and I'm late <laughs> I'm Zach and I'm in love Yep, I don't blame you, Zach. Don't blame... Well, well, I do, since since he's trying to get with Kelly, but me, I wouldn't blame me in my current single guy and not looking circumstances. This uh, this nurse, Jennifer, played by, I think uh, her name was Nancy Allen. Yep, just saying. 
We then go to class. Well, we don't find out she's a nurse. You know, spoiler alert. This, this, this vision of awesomeness. Yeah. Anyway, we then go to class. When the old hard of hearing teacher, Miss Simpson, arrives. We saw her in a previous episode. Uh, I think in season one. Where Zach tries to get detention so he can go hang out with Kelly. That one, that episode. She arrives and she greets the class. And they, they greet her back, but she doesn't hear them. She asks the class to recite poems and they, that they wrote, and Screech goes first, and he recites a poem about, about feeding his lizard. Lisa goes next, and she recites a poem about the mall. <laughs> and while she's reciting her poem, Kelly turns to Zack and tells him that she has an answer for him. And Zack seems to just shrug it off like a dumbass. <laughs> Seriously, he was like, alright, whatever. Answer? Okay. <laughs> Oh, Zach. Anyway, Belding then comes in and comes on over the PA to announce the physical and the flu shots taking place. He then tries to alleviate anybody's fears by taking the flu shot himself live over the PA system. Belding is given the shot and screams in pain over the PA as Slater hears this and covers up his arm and he looks concerned and he looks feared. He's fearful. And uh, it's now Kelly's turn to recite her poem. And her poem is obviously about Zach and his awesomeness. While Zach then looks at us and imagines that it's the woman he met earlier reciting the poem and referring to him as the cutest guy she's ever seen. Belding comes back on the PA and announces Zach, Jesse, and another student to head to the nurse's office right away. I guess it's uh, their turn. We then go to the nurse's office where Jesse is taking an eye test and the nurse, this, is, this isn't this is the fine piece of lady that we saw earlier, this is uh, somebody else named Nurse Butcher. Nurse Butcher informs Jesse that she needs glasses and Jesse freaks a little as she doesn't want to look like a four-eyed frog face. Belding then comes on over the PA and asks the nurse to head to his office right away as his arm is throbbing. So Nurse Butcher leaves as Jesse takes a closer look at the eye exam board, and that's when Zach arrives. Zach asks Jesse how it's going, and Jesse asks Zach if uh, guys like girls who wear glasses. And Zach replies, No way! And Jesse yells, Well, who asked you? <laughs> and she storms out, leaving Zach alone. I, I, dig a, I dig a lady with glasses, man. Dig them. Especially if they have the dark frames. I, uh, yeah, I, yes, very, very, yes, very diggy. <laughs> anyway, Zach is alone in the nurse's office when the previous fine piece of woman arrives. And this is when we find out that she's another nurse. And she's going to be taking over for Nurse Butcher when Nurse Butcher retires next month. And she's there to help with the physicals. And Zach, he just goes gaga for Nurse Jennifer here. As she gives him the flu shot, and he doesn't even flinch, and even asks for another. <laughs> we then go to later on in the school halls, where Kelly is waiting for Zach with Screech. Kelly's with Screech waiting. Yeah. Screech asks Kelly. Well, he tells Kelly that he knows that Zach asked her if uh, to go steady. And he wants to know if Kelly's answer is yes. And Kelly confirms to Screech that her answer is yes, and which excites Screech. Zack finally arrives, and Screech gives him a big hug before Kelly shoes Screech off. Kelly then says to Zack, So I guess you know the answer. It's yes! To which Zack replies, 
That's great, Kel. So what's the question? <laughs> As he then seems dumbfounded, keyword being dumb, and walks off like a freaking moron. Oh my god, and that's when we get a commercial, Zach, idiot. <laughs> god. Now Cabbage Patch Kids can hold just about any pose. How can a Cabbage Patch Kid do all this? With new Cabbage Patch Kids Posable Action Wear. It fits right under their clothes and lets your kids pose them any way they want them. <laughs> they're one of a kind. They're Cabbage Patch Kids. You can get them all of your After the break, we're at the max where Slater is trying to convince Lisa and Jesse, one of them, to forge a note for him from his mom saying that he doesn't need to get a flu shot because he already got it. <laughs> They never gave flu shots when I was in school, and I imagine they don't still. They don't even do it now. You that you think that that would just be strictly to do at uh, doctors' offices? And uh... then again, I once got a flu shot at a supermarket, <laughs> not from one of the cashiers or nothing, but they set up a flu shot clinic and at a supermarket, and I got one there. So maybe they do do it in schools. I I don't know, but they never did it in my day. Anyway, Jesse refuses to do it because it's forgery, and Lisa is surprised that the captain of the wrestling team is afraid of a needle. And Slater flinches at the word needle. He says he can't even watch his mother knit. And Jesse says that, that she's got real problems because her eyes are bad, and Slater says that the rest of her makes up for it. So, don't worry, Mama. <laughs> and Jesse looked fine in the glasses. You know, she looked fine. Come on, people. Nothing wrong with the glasses. Kelly then arrives and says that she's got a big problem. Slater tells... Sorry, Jesse tells Slater to leave as uh, this obviously means that they need to engage in girl talk, so Slater and his muscles need to take a hike. Slater agrees to leave, but first he tries to get Kelly to forge a note for him, but it doesn't work. <laughs> Kelly tells Jesse and Lisa that Zach doesn't seem into her anymore. But they tell her that she's just imagining things, and Jesse offers to talk to Zach. First, she wants an opinion, and she puts on a pair of glasses and asks how she looks. I thought she looked fine. Lisa doesn't like them, however, and says, thank goodness you don't have to wear them. <laughs> Kelly doesn't think they look so bad. Screech arrives and compliments Jesse on her glasses and says that all of his grandmothers wear the same kind. <laughs> Admittedly, it was a pretty it was a pretty big pair of glasses. They would expect an older person to wear, but I still think she looked fine in them. They were they were dark framed, and she looked good in them. Tell you, man, the ladies look great in the glasses. <sighs> we then go to Zach in his room at home, where he's practicing his flirting skills into a mirror. Hi, Jennifer. Hello there, Jennifer. <laughs> Yo, Jen, babe. <laughs> Yeah, Jesse. What are you doing here? Look, Kelly is really upset. You asked her to go study, and now you're backing off. What's up? Look, Jesse, I can't tell you. Zach, we've been friends since the first grade. You can trust me. Well, all right. Do you promise not to tell any of the guys? I promise. Tell me. I'm in love with a new school nurse. You pig. <laughs> Kelly gonna feel when you dump her for some flu shot floozy. Hold on, I didn't say I wanted to dump her. Look, Kelly's a great girl. In a young kind of way. 
Well, what are you gonna do, go out with her and the nurse? It's not a bad idea. Have no fear, dying person. Dr. Zachary Morris, the world-famous surgeon, is on his way. Oh! Okay, let's boogie. Nurse Jennifer, Nurse Kelly, carry me for surgery? Yes, Dr. Morris. <laughs> Anesthetic, Dr. Screech. Right away, Dr. Morris. Thank you. Kelly's gonna be really upset when she hears about this. But she's not gonna hear about it because you promised not to tell. Now, what do you think of this tie? I think it should be tighter. <laughs> oh, yep. Nurse Kelly and Nurse Jennifer. That's all I'm gonna say as we go back to school. And Kelly asks Jesse if she talked to Zach, and Jesse confirms and says that. When she left Zach's house, he was all choked up. Kelly gets excited as, he, as she thinks that this means they're going steady now. Zach arrives all dressed up, still from his previous little scene, and he pretends that he's having stomach pains. And he asks the teacher if he can go see the nurse, and Kelly offers to go with him, but he turns her down, and he heads off on, on his own. Belding then arrives and tells Slater to report for his physical as Slater is not happy, but he heads off anyway. And as he's walking off, the students sing that dun 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 song to him to mock him, which Slater is just you know you know very funny. That was a funny little moment. I love that. That was great. Zach arrives in the nurse's office where Nurse Jennifer is waiting. Yep, she's there waiting. All right. Zach flirts a little with her, and she feels his head as there seems to be nothing wrong. She then heads off to get her thermometer and pulls the curtain uh, uh, over before doing so. And this is when Slater arrives, and he's standing behind the curtain. Jennifer, is that you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aren't you coming back yet? Oh, Jennifer, don't be shy. Look, I never believed in love at first sight until I saw you yesterday in the hall. Look, this is the real thing. Don't fight it. Just go with the flow. <laughs> yes, my darling, we were meant to be together. Be mine. Where's Jennifer? Who cares? I'm yours. Slater, how much did you hear? Just enough to destroy you with Kelly forever. You wouldn't. I would. But I could also keep it between you, me, and the curtain if you do a little something for me. How do you feel about taking another flu shot? All right. Which one of you is AC Slater? I am. Bend over, Blondie. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Seriously, they, I can't imagine they do flu shots in school back then or even especially today, but... But then again, it, maybe they could. You just got to get the professionals in to do it and set up a clinic, and there you go. But I'd imagine the parents would have to sign some kind of permission slip or something. Anyway, we then got a commercial. Fruit Corners Fruit Roll-Ups. Real fruit and fun rolled up in one. You can get them, you can stretch them. Fruit Corners. They're so good you want to fetch them. Fruit Roll-Ups. You can tear them, you can share them. It tastes great anywhere. 
Corners Fruit Roll-Ups are the chewy snacks made with real fruit that you unroll, peel, and chew. You can trick them, you can treat them. Fruit Corners! You can swap them, you can eat them. Fruit Corners Fruit Roll-Ups, now in great tasting grape. After the break, Screech arrives at the Max to meet Zach. Zach tells him that he doesn't want to go out with Kelly exclusively now. And he wants to date other girls. Dumbfounded keyword dumb. This throws Screech off as he's already bought them a blender as a wedding present. <laughs> and Zach says that Kelly needs someone to take her mind off of him for a while. And Screech at first suggests Slater and Zach says no. Screech then says he then suggests a Jess team friend of his. And Zach agrees, because chess team, a chess player, there's nothing to worry about, right? Well, I guess we'll see. Zach agrees to this as Screech heads off to tell his chess team friend about uh, Kelly. And this is when Kelly arrives at the max. She greets Screech as he's leaving and Screech cries and he takes off because Screech uh, was given the bad news. But he's still going to go and head to talk to his chess friend. Kelly sits down with Zach and wants to know what's going on. Zach tells her that he thinks that they should date other people. Kelly doesn't understand and asks Zach if there's someone else that he wants to go out with. Zach says that there isn't another student in school he wants to go out with, which is true. Nurse Jennifer's not a student. And Kelly tells uh, he tells Kelly to trust him and that it's for the best. And he takes off as Kelly is alone and looking sad because Zach is a dumbass. Slater, Lisa, and Jesse arrive and they greet Kelly. Lisa asks her what's going, what, what's wrong, as obviously there's something wrong. And Kelly lashes out and basically says that men are what's wrong. Especially Zach Morris. And she storms out as Slater tells her not to judge us, judge us all by our worst specimen. <laughs> exactly, people. Too much of that kind of shit goes on, friggin', especially on social media these days. One idiot does something, you gotta blame the whatever political affiliation that idiot is involved with and everybody in it. <sighs> One silly pale face does something stupid in the world. That means every pale face is an idiot. Come on, people, wake up. Get off Twitter. <sighs> anyway, Lisa wonders what's going on with Kelly and Jesse says that she wishes she could tell her. Cluing Lisa in that Jesse knows what's up. Slater then says that Jesse's not the only one who wishes they could tell someone. And, um, well, it, it was too confusing to type out, so let's just listen to it. It was pretty funny. <laughs> what's that do to her? I wish I could tell you. Jesse, do you know what's going on? No, no, I just meant I wish I did. <laughs> Jesse, you might not be the only one who wishes they could tell what they knew. I mean, you know, if they really knew. They have to say they don't. You mean there's someone else, say a Mr. S, who knows about a Mr. Z? Yes, but Mr. S made a promise to Mr. Z not to tell anyone. Miss J made the same promise. Does Miss J know about the new N that's causing all the problems for Ms. K? Ms. J knows all about it. Well, then why don't you just tell the new nurse what Zach did to Kelly? I'm sure she can take care of it. I'm sorry, I promise not to tell. Well, Ms. L here didn't, and she's telling. <laughs> We're watching. I love Lisa, man. Great character. Just the little confused looks she was given during Slater and Jesse's back and forth here, and then she just she was able to just pick up on it right away. Lisa's awesome. Just great. Bring back Screech, man. 
Come on, Screech. Bring back Screech and let her let him have another attempt at Lisa. Why not? We then go back to school where Lisa, Jesse, and Slater have told Nurse Jennifer what's going on with Zack. Nurse Jennifer is appalled at how Zack would treat Kelly. But Slater states that he's not surprised now that he's seen Nurse Jennifer. And all right, Slater, you tell him. <laughs> Nurse Jennifer tells them that she'll straighten Zack out. And they thank her. Jesse then looks at the eye exam board again, and, and now she's able to read it without glasses. Nurse Jennifer asks Jesse how she, or who told her she needed glasses, and Jesse said that Nurse Butcher did. And Nurse Jennifer says that Butcher has, has crap eyesight because she's old, and that's why she's retiring. So Jesse doesn't need glasses, and she still looked fine in them, just saying. Nurse Jennifer then tells them to go get Zach. Or to get Zack in there so she can show him a side of her that he's never seen before. Oh, Jennifer, I'm back. You wanted to see me? I certainly did. It's rather warm in here, don't you think? <sighs> That's much better. You know, Zack... I haven't been able to stop thinking about you. Really? <laughs> you like me, don't you, Zach? Oh, yeah. You're sweet. Not like my husband. Your husband? Yes. He's a professional wrestler. Hulk Hogan says he could be the champion. Except for his violent temper. Violent? Temper? Uh, Jennifer, maybe I better be leaving now. You're right. Let's run away tonight. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to sleep over on school nights. Let's get married and have lots of children. Well, I've got a girlfriend. She can sit for us. Oh, no, you don't understand. I think one girl is all I can handle. Oh, oh. Zach, do you want a girl? Or a woman? Uh, I want to go back to class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you, I love the thick hair on the ladies from back in the day in the 80s and the 90s. Not all of them. Some of them were a little just too much, but the thick hair on Mirza Jennifer here. Yep, just saying. Anyway, we then twirly wiped to Zach arriving at Kelly's house. And he rings the doorbell, and Kelly answers. And she tells Zach that he arrived just in time. And this is when a, a, a dude who looks like a freaking Gap model, or old Navy model, I wonder if the Gap is even still around, so I may have dated myself. But anyway, this dude who looks like a freaking model exits the house, and Kelly introduces him to as Screech's uh, finger quote nerdy chess team friend, and his name is Melvin Nerdly. So this is the dude that Screech suggested, well, Zach wanted. Screech to find somebody to, to I guess, distract Kelly while Zach was trying to get with uh, Nurse Jennifer. And Screech suggested Melvin Nerdly here. And Zach just assumed that with the last name Nerdly and that he was on the chess team, that he'd just be another Screech. And he obviously wasn't. <laughs> and Zach is surprised that this guy plays chess. And the guy says that, yeah, I play chess. And I also play football, baseball, hockey. And yes, he even does a little modeling. He then tells Kelly that he'll see her tomorrow, and he shoves Zack out of the way as he leaves. Kelly then tells Zack that his idea to date other people was a great one, 
And tonight, Melvin taught her chess. And tomorrow, he's teaching her the Lombada. <laughs> oh, talk about dating, but yeah, that Lombada, the Lombada, the forbidden dance, where the uh, the two dancers grind. Yep, way to go, Zach. Zach tells Kelly that he's back to normal now, and he wants Kelly to be his one and only. And uh, well, Kelly pretty much tells Zach to piss off in the nicest way possible. And she heads back inside and shuts the door, leaving Zach outside. Zach isn't done yet. He wants to talk to Kelly more. When her brother tells Zach from above to get lost, Zach tells little Kyle to pretty much piss off as well. And then Kyle dumps a bunch of water over Zach's head, and we get the credits. Ending the episode, so Zach screwed up big time. But uh, who can blame him? Well, I can blame him. He, I mean, Kelly... All of us dudes loved Kelly back in the day. But uh, that Nurse Jennifer. Yep. Nurse Jennifer. Anyway, that was Bayside Buddies Saved by the Bell Podcast, episode 16. Next week, we will be going over the final two episodes of season two entitled Breaking Up is Hard to Undo and Glee Club, where Violet returns. And also next week is the previously mentioned trivia contest. There's going to be, I'm going to try to do 20 uh, trivia questions, which the more, I'm sure that all of you hardcores are going to get all the correct answers to, but there's going to be a bonus question and all right answers will have to, you, you submit them to me either via Twitter. If it's a case of, well, I need to be following you in order to send you a DM. You got to send me a DM. And if it's a case of you need to follow in order to send a DM, follow me, send me the DM with the answer and then unfollow me. I don't care. Or you can email me email me at nearby at gmail.com. I'll go I'll re-go over this next week. And all the correct answers of the bonus question will be entered into a draw where the winner will receive a five thousand cent Amazon gift card. Last week I said fifty thousand, not realizing that fifty thousand cents was five hundred dollars. So yeah. And I had to make sure I changed that because there are people in this world who are just as dumb as Zach who take things literally. So, yeah. 5,000 cent, also known as $50 Amazon gift card, $50 US, $50 Canadian if you're one of the Canadian, if you're Canadian you're going to enter. But yeah, you got to get the answer correct. You got to send me via the answer via DM or email and the the bonus question will not be saved by the bell related. It will be Bayside buddy related. And the answer to the bonus question, I already know the question, will be found in an episode of Bayside Buddy. That's right. I'll let you know which episode, but you'll have to listen to that episode to find the answer. And then you get the answer right, or you send it to me. Draw, winner, 50 bucks. That's coming next week. So yeah, join me then. Serialandgrapejuice.com. I am Nairby on Twitter. I am Nairby on Instagram. Uh, Bayside Buddy available on SoundCloud via SerialGrapeJuice.com. Also available on Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. Share the love. Tell everybody. And then go do stuff with your silly lives. And we'll see you next time. 50 bucks Amazon. Imagine what you can do with that stuff, that man. You can buy, you can buy, you can buy $50 worth of stuff from Amazon. There you go. So we'll see you then.